Welcome to the Awakened Man Podcast, where we promulgate that your physical and psychological health are your true sources of your wealth and must be safeguarded at all times to achieve true happiness. Here, we'll discuss the most up-to-date medical and health news, often obfuscated by big media, to keep you a dumped-down sheeple eating at the greedy trough of big food and big pharma. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. And welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about natural ways to increase your sperm and sperm quality. Now, some of you might be, Gregory, why do I want to hear that? I don't want to have kids. I want to find out ways to reduce my sperm quality and my semen load. Well, brothers, you don't need to worry about that because good old uh, environment and uh, big business is doing that for you. We have an episode we did maybe two years ago that men's sperm count and semen amount has been reduced 50% in the last 40 years. Now, understand that 50% in 40 years. That is mind-boggling. This should be in the front page of the Wall Street Journal, New York Times, Washington Post, USA Today, Nightly News. It's an attack on reproduction. It's an attack on the population. It's an attack on men, whatever you want to call it. 50% reduction in 40 years. But you don't hear about it. Some would say it's because of the population control agenda done by the globalists. Some would say, uh, you know, it's a gynocracy that we live in and men are not really that important. Either way, I mean, you would think if women want to have children, they would still need sperm. So today we're going to talk about ways to naturally increase your, your sperm quality and semen ancillarily as well. So if you don't know, sperm is made by the testicles. Semen is made by three glands that we call the seminal glands, the most famous of which, even though it doesn't make the most semen, is your prostate. We know about the prostate because it gets enlarged many times as you get older, and it surrounds the urethra, which is the tube that empties the urine from the bladder to the outside world. And of course, the urethra is also used for ejaculation. So many times, if your prostate, which looks like a walnut, gets too enlarged, it closes down on the urethra. This is why the classic sign of prostate enlargement is strained urination. But the seminal vesicle makes 60% of semen, the prostate makes 30, and the bubble urethral gland makes 10%. Either way, semen is kind of, serves multiple purposes. In short, it's like an alkaline balance uh, fluid that allows sperm uh, to live in the woman longer. It's a protective barrier. It also feeds its food in there, like fructose and some other things that feed the sperm as it's making its way through the woman. So sperm, there's a couple of things that we look at for quality of sperm. Uh, sperm number is important. In the average Jacqueline, there's about, depending on which study you look at, about 350 million sperm. But not just number you need, but you also need motility. So if your sperm is uh, swimming in circles or not swimming at all, it's not motile. And also sperm morbidity uh, is, is, does your sperm have two heads? Does your sperm have two tails? Does it, you know, it, does it have abnormalities which are going to make it 
not be functional little swimmers. So it is a major problem today because one in six people are going to suffer from infertility. Sometimes it's women, sometimes it's men. So infertility is defined by you not being able to knock up your woman within a year of you having natural uh, sex. So what are some things that are important if you want to have children and want to increase your sperm amount? A couple of things here. The older men get, and we have an early episode on this, maybe 100 episodes back, it does increase your chances of having kids with developmental problems. Same for the geriatric womb, so same for the woman's age. But the men's age as well. So go. I would go to that episode. That, that should not dissuade you necessarily from having children. We do see this kind of, I would say, a pandemic the last 10 years of women who get pregnant after the age of 35, and they go to the doctor, and the doctor essentially tells them, well, you know, there's a higher risk that you're going to have a Down syndrome kid. Then they kind of pressure him, give him the stats, and then tell him to get an amniocentesis. And if the, the studies come back that the kid could be potentially have Down syndrome or some chromosomal defect, they abort the baby. As a pro-life Christian, I'm completely against this. And you look at people like Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow, was his, his mom was told to, to abort him uh, because of these, these tests that showed that the kid would have defects. And look at Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. So I would tell you, if you know for sure that you're going to have your child no matter what, I would not do any amniocentesis. That's where they puncture the amniotic sac to suck out the fluid to see if there's any defects. And also you get a lot of false positives on these tests. And also, no, it's about a 5% chance you're going to have a Down syndrome kid. Uh, I think it's over the age of 35. So it's, it's not like it's 50% chance. So what can we do to improve your quality? What are some natural biohacks? I would say, and this is no particular order, uh, watch out for your phones. Watch out for electromagnetic radiation. We do know that there's studies that show that men who carry their phones on their hip, kind of like we did 10 years ago, actually had lower sperm motility than men who didn't. So try to keep your phone away from your body uh, in all cases, but certainly away from your hip. There's also a study from the University of Washington saying that men who, the, the side of the body where men carry their phone has a high rate of hip fractures. But in general, we want to keep EMF radiation away from uh, the reproductive area. But most of the things are going to be just common sense things that if you're healthy, uh, you're going to do. So you want to have a good amount of testosterone. I think we have two episodes here on the scam that's low T treatment. How you see these commercials on ESPN or on talk radio. Do you have low T? Do you have no energy? Do you have low T? Take this super pill. I remember on ESPN, Frank Thomas, the old baseball player, had a commercial where he was talking to some guy who had low testosterone. And Frank Thomas, who's a, a black American baseball player from the 90s, is surrounded by beautiful women. And the women are like, oh, we have no complaints from Frank. You know, it's all this like typical advertising shaming that if you're somehow a lesser person, if you have low testosterone. And just understand there's natural ways to improve your testosterone without having to take uh, treatments because a lot of those treatments actually increase your chances of later having heart attacks, for example. So I would definitely check your testosterone levels if you're having problems impregnating your woman. Uh, and if you have low testosterone, I would really look at naturopathic ways to improve it before you look at these uh, low testosterone scams. Because, of course, the doctors make a lot of money off of it. All right, so take D-aspartic acid supplements. D-aspartic or D-AA is a form of aspartic acid, a type of amino acid that's solid as a dietary supplement. 
It's, uh, it's mainly present in certain glands, such as in the testicles, as well as in semen and sperm cells. Researchers believe that DAA, or D-aspartic acid, is implicated in male fertility. In fact, DAA levels are significantly lower in infertile men than fertile men. So there was a study of infertile men suggesting that taking 2.7 grams of DAA for three months increased their testosterone levels by 30 to 60% and sperm count and motility by 60 to 100%. The number of pregnancies also increased among their partners. Another controlled study in healthy men showed that taking three grams, so pretty much the same, of DAA supplements daily for two weeks increased testosterone levels by 42%. So these are some things. I mean, there's some studies that show that it doesn't increase it, but again, these are potential things. Number two is going to be exercise regularly. We know exercising does boost testosterone levels, which are directly linked to your fertility. So Many reasons why you should be exercising pretty much every day, at least 30 minutes a day, even if it's as little as walking. Sitting is a new smoking and sitting is a new infertility. So you should exercise. Now, just be careful that you don't exercise too much like these ultra marathon runner or triathlete types because it can have the opposite effect and potentially reduce your testosterone levels. So be careful on that. Number three is going to get vitamin C. I take vitamin C daily, at least a gram or a thousand milligrams a day because I'm a big Linus Pauling advocate and his studies that came out in the 1950s about its connection to reducing cancer and cardiovascular incidences. But we know it's a major antioxidant and is very efficacious in reducing free radical damage and inflammation in the body as an antioxidant vitamin. So by taking vitamin C, it can help reduce reactive oxygen species levels, which is caused by oxidative stress or stress on the body, which can affect your sperm. So you do want to take a good amount of antioxidants, so like C and E, for example. There was a study in infertile men showing that taking one gram vitamin C supplements twice a day, so that'd be two grams, for up to two months increased sperm motility by 92%, 92%, in sperm count by more than 100%. It also reduced the proportion of deformed sperm cells by 55%. Another observational study in Indian industrial workers suggested that taking 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C five times a week for three months protect against DNA damage caused by ROS, which I mentioned before is reactive oxygen species, and that's harmful to testosterone production. So vitamin C is great. So uh, I need to be careful. Well, luckily I'm Chase, so I guess it doesn't matter. But uh, I take I take uh, two 500 milligram pills. If you're going to take vitamin C, remember that vitamin C is water soluble, so you can't overdose on it. And but you do want to space it out because if you take, let's say, three grams at one time, your body's going to pee out a lot of that. So it's best to take it two, three times a day. And again, I mean these studies are pretty impactful if you look at how they help. Thousand milligrams twice a day. So that's four or 500 milligram pills for two months. Increased sperm motility by 92 and sperm count by 100. That is quite a bit. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Pop. So let's keep going there. So take your vitamin C. You should be taking vitamin C either way. Number four is relax and minimize stress. Uh, Of course, this makes sense because cortisol, which is our inflammatory hormone that's made by the adrenal gland, 
uh, counteracts testosterone. So like this is, for example, like when you see men who are really stressed out, they tend to have uh, more obesity. They tend to have love handles. So it's really important to manage your stress. Number five is get enough vitamin D. One observational study that showed that vitamin D deficient men were more likely to have low testosterone levels. And look, I mean, depending on the studies, and we have articles in Naturopathic Earth about this, and I think we have a previous episode here, that 90% of Americans are deficient in vitamin D. It's mostly because we're not getting enough sunlight and we're putting on toxic sunscreen, which works as a counteractive to vitamin D. So please, we're in the summer kind of still. Make sure you're getting 15 minutes of sunlight every day. That produces enough vitamin D. If you don't get enough sunlight, just take uh, at least, you know, I take 5,000 IUs a day. And then in the winter, I take 10,000 IUs because we're just not getting enough sunlight. But vis-a-vis fertility, there was a controlled study in 65 men with low T and vitamin D deficiency taking 3,000 IU of vitamin D3 every day for one year increase your testosterone levels by about 25%. 3,000 IU is not even a lot. And don't pay attention to the RAD or recommended, RDA I should say, the recommended daily allowance that the government tells you to take on vitamins because it's always lower than what you should be taking. So high vitamin D levels are linked to greater sperm motility, which means movement. What else? Take fenugreek. Fenugreek, which is trigonella fenugreekum, is a popular culinary medicinal herb. One study in 30 men who strength trained four times a week analyzed the effects of taking 500 milligrams of fenugreek extract daily. These men experienced significant testosterone levels, strength, and fat loss compared with the placebo. Another study in 60 healthy men showed that taking 600 milligrams of testafin, a supplement made from fenugreek CD extract, Daily for six weeks, improved libido, sexual performance, and strength. These studies were confirmed by another larger study in 120 healthy men taking 600 milligrams of testafin, which is fenugreek. Every day for three months, improved self-reported erectile dysfunction and the frequency of sexual activity. So again, fenugreek. Again, these are very small studies, but still. 60 men, 120 men. Get enough zinc. I think guys who are biohacking the body know the importance of zinc in terms of testosterone. But zinc's an essential mineral found in high amounts in animal foods like meat, fish, eggs, shellfish, and it's one of the cornerstones of male fertility. Uh, this is one of the reasons I recommend that men not be vegetarians. Observational studies show that low zinc status or deficiencies associated with low testosterone levels, poor sperm quality, and an increased risk of male infertility. Taking zinc supplements increases testosterone levels and sperm count in those who are low in zinc. Furthermore, zinc supplements may reduce the decreased testosterone levels that are associated with excessive amounts of high-intensity exercise or HIIT. Watch out for the HIIT, the cross-training and stuff, because that could lower your testosterone levels. Just overdoing the body can do that. Another one is going to be ashwagandha. Ashwagandha is withania somnifera, is a medicinal herb that's used by Indians for some time in Ayurvedic medicine. A lot of people like to do ashwagandha for a variety of reasons, which we won't talk about here, but it may improve male fertility by boosting testosterone levels. One study in men with low sperm counts showed that taking 675 milligrams of ashwagandha root extract per day for three months improved fertility but specifically increased sperm counts by 167%, semen volume by 53%, and sperm motility by 57% compared with levels at the start of this study. So again, those are 
quite a bit. A study in 57 young men followed a strength training program showed that consuming 600 milligrams of ashwagandha root extract daily significantly increased testosterone levels, muscle mass, and strength compared with the placebo. Another one's going to be eat maca root. Maca root supplements may improve libido as well as fertility and sexual performance. Maca root's a popular plant food that originates from the Andes, and it's been used traditionally by kind of the Inca people down over there for enhanced libido and fertility. Several studies in men showing that taking 1.5 to 3 grams of dried maca root for periods of up to three months improves self-reported sexual desire and libido. Studies also suggest that maca root may improve sexual performance in men with mild erection, erectile dysfunction, taking 2.4 grams of dried maca root for 12 weeks slightly improves self-reported erectile dysfunction and sexual well-being, and so forth. So these are all things you can look at. Again, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not giving you medical advice clearly, but these are some things that you can look at on your own. In general, some overall tips if you're wanting to impregnate your wife and you're having problems, of course, you know, get yourself tested, make sure uh, your sperm's okay, your vast tubes are okay, your seminal glands are okay, your, your hormone levels. But just some basic stuff is keep your weight down. Keep your weight down because we know being overweight does have an effect on your androgens or your kind of male hormones. So you want to keep your weight down. You want to limit your alcohol. You definitely want to limit your pot smoking because we know that's directly affects sperm quality. We want to eliminate your cigarette smoking. Uh, you want to get adequate sleep because that's connected to pretty much everything, including lower stress. And another thing I want to forget to mention is eating walnuts. Walnuts are an antioxidant similar to vitamin C, and that tends to help with uh, fertility. Coenzyme Q10 is another one that some studies show that is good. And another one I forgot to mention early on is watch out for the estrogenic foods like soy. Soy is a problem because it's genetically modified in America unless you're buying something organic. And pretty much every middle aisle grocery store item has soy lecithin, which is an emulsifier in it. So it's hard to escape from soy. But please don't be eating edamame. Please don't be drinking soy milk. Anything that's got soy is estrogenic and can affect your sperm quality. So guys, listen to all these things. The easiest ones are going to be limit your alcohol, eat better, sleep better, and lose weight, and then follow some of these tips. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post a review on Spotify or Apple, and please subscribe or follow to The Awakened Man right now. Until next time, take care, God bless, and pray. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man podcast. Please subscribe or follow the channel right now and consider donating via the PayPal link to support this important apostolate. Check out the website, naturopathicearth.com, by clicking on the link in the episode notes where you'll find hundreds of articles and recipes that'll guide you to long-term holistic health. Until next time, music courtesy at Nine Inch Nails.